Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. I have my old buddy Larry Ralston on this morning. And um, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, Larry. But, uh, of course, the, the thing that's kind of bothered me so much is um, the way that the movie theaters have been treated through this virus thing. Yeah, we haven't been treated very uh, fairly at all. And uh, a lot of it, I guess, is dependent on the movie theaters out in California and New York because they're still shut down and uh, the movie industry is not going to be sending out a lot of top-notch movies until those theaters out west and up New York open up yeah. because they're going to be losing a lot of money as long as they stay closed. And it's just like the new James Bond movie was supposed to have been released, I think, last April, and they moved it to Thanksgiving, then they moved it to Christmas. Now they've moved it till April of 2021. Mm -hmm. Now, who is the James Bond now? Craig Daniels, is that his name? It's the same one that's been James Bond the last several oh, yeah, years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really haven't been a big James Bond fan since Sean Connery. Uh, uh, le left the bond business, you might yeah. say. Yeah. He was he was very good, and he was of course the first one, and he's the one that kind of uh, put out the measuring stick for everybody else has to live up to. Yeah. And usually the first person that's doing something is usually the one you accept and like the best. Yeah. Well, I have been t going to the theater like most people that are just. Uh, the movie theater's always been my place to get away from everything. I was listening to um, one of the sports programs this morning uh, that does the Tennessee football games, and um, they were kind of taken aback that the NBA, National Basketball Association, was uh, losing a ton of money. They've lost over 70% of their fans since... Uh, uh, all the happenings that are being going on and they had callers coming in this morning and the, and the, they wanted to know why they thought that the people were not watching the, the games anymore and basically it was pretty much what I feel I, I, if, if someone does something that goes against the values of our country then I won't, I will never watch it again. No, and, I, and I won't, I, very few sports programs that are pro, I will not watch. Now, I watch the college football games, but, um, and, and I watch Major League Baseball because they still uh, uh, represent the values of this country. But anything else, and, and, and basically what they're saying is we watch sports to kind of get away from all the, the nonsense of the world, and, and, and we'll follow a team that we can support. But um, um, when they start talking, nothing they talk about has anything to do with sports. It's about politics that's going on. That, that's true, and uh, once they start taking the knee and doing things like that, <clears throat> to me, they're disrespecting our national anthem, disrespecting our country, disrespecting all the uh, men and women who have fought in the wars. Yeah. Who, who today is the reason we've got our freedom today. Exactly. And uh, 
So I don't watch the sports anymore at all. Once they start taking the knees, I just cut them off. Yeah, just wash them out. And the thing of it is, that is their job. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could protest while you were at work at your job? No, I don't think you could. And personally, myself, I feel like a lot of these owners of these teams uh, should tell their players, if you're going to protest and you're just off the team, you're just fired. And uh, because that's their workplace. Yeah. And uh, they shouldn't be protesting while they're at work. But they know they've got the TV and the coverage of what all they're doing. And that's why they're doing that. Well, the people that they're protesting against are the people that are my heroes. You're talking about the military people, law enforcement. In fact, I I spent almost 40 years in law enforcement, and those are the best people in the world. And uh, we were talking about one this morning, Clyde Atkinson and Miss Peggy's here over here at at, uh, Adams Place. And it was so such a pleasure to get to meet uh, Peggy again and... Clyde was one of the best law enforcement people that we ever had here in uh, the city of Murfreesboro. And uh, sometimes uh, uh, people are not given the uh, uh, respect that they uh, really deserve. And I've seen it happen so many times. Yeah, Clyde was a very excellent uh, police officer. Yes, he was. And uh, I knew Clyde primarily when he was also working at Beatty's on his days off from the police department, he'd be working at Beatty's. I forgot that. And that's yeah. where I bought all my film and paper and yeah. everything for my photographic business at the time. So I got to know Clyde extremely well, and he's a very, very nice man. Mm-hmm. You were uh, in photography. Everybody knew your name simply because of the business. That's the way most of us are, mm-hmm. by the business that you have. And you've gone from being known in the photography business to the uh, movie theater business. And uh, you that shows that you've done a great job the whole time that you've been in each one of those. Well, I've always tried to support our local business people. Yeah. And when I was at the, the photography studio going, I'd always buy my supplies locally, mm-hmm. and uh, whether it's supplies or equipment or whatever. And a lot of people would order their cameras out of New York. And I used to tell them, why there? Well, I can save 25 or $30 by getting out of New York. I said, yes, but if you were to have problems with that camera and you got a wedding coming up, you don't have nobody here locally that's going to help you out. Mm-hmm. That's why you should buy locally, stay local. And as long as you support your local people, they will be able to stay in business. And once you stop supporting your local people, then that's when uh, the business will fold up and just not be around anymore, and you'll have to go out of town. Yeah. Well, the local people are your family people. Exactly. Exactly, 100%. And uh, that's why Rutherford County has always tried their best to, say, buy Rutherford first and support your local business, because if you don't support the local business, it will go away eventually. Yeah. When you go in the Premier Six, which is your theater, that place is 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 one of the safest places that I ever go into, simply because you follow all the rules and in uh, you and 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 some of the others that uh, direct people, you have things all already cordoned off, where the people will not 
be coughing on anybody else. You go in and you spread apart. You really don't have to wear your mask in there, do you? Because no, of, of, of the distancing that right, you have. Right, right. We, we have the uh, distancing uh, in there and uh, people are not sitting on top of one another. Yeah. Now, if four people come in together, they can sit together because they are either family or friends as yeah. long as they come in together. But if someone else comes in and and say there are four people sitting in there, and another couple comes in, well, they've got to be at least four seats away from that other group mm -hmm. in order if they're going to be sitting on the same row. But we've got every other row taped off where people can't sit except on every other row. And we do have the social distancing uh, in place there. And uh, we, uh, when people come in, we want them to wear the mask mm -hmm. in the lobby and in the restroom. Mm -hmm. And, of course, when they go into the theater, it's kind of difficult to drink a soda or eat your popcorn or candy with a mask on. So they don't really have to wear the mask inside the auditorium. Yeah, and, and I've noticed uh, that you guys are all, you always have your mask on. All the, all the people that work in there have their mask on. And and um, it's 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 a place that you can still feel comfortable in. I know when when, when I go in, I, I always uh, I feel like I'm a kid again, and I'm and I wished I could watch Gabby Hayes and and John Wayne and all the others. And I don't remember. See, Shelby's the one that selects the movies. Has she had a John Wayne movie on yet? Uh, yes, she had True Grit. Was, was that the John but, Wayne version, or was yeah it, yes, was, it was because John Wayne. yeah because I did go I, I remember now I did go see that movie yeah Ken Darb Kim Darby was in there with it and also the uh, man that was from Las Casas who grew up in Las Casas and went to Hollywood and became an actor he didn't last long he was in the movie as well no he didn't last long because he, he was had, murdered at the very first part of the exactly show. he was Kim Darby's father. Yeah. And Kim Darby is one that went out looking for a, a, a marshal who had true grit, which was John yeah. Wayne, to track down the murderers of her father. Now, you are an expert in movies. You remember just about everything that ever happened from the movies from the 20s all the way up. I wasn't uh, even born in the 20s, Truman. Uh, uh, well, you're close. <laughs> tell, tell me, all right, the, the one that had the horse that Kim Darby wanted to buy. And, and get over uh, uh, daddy's uh, things. Her, her daddy had done business with this guy, and she thought that uh, he had uh, cheated her, her daddy. Do you remember his name? No, I do not. That is terrible. The very first question I asked I know. You, you, you blow it. I know. I didn't, don't remember his name, though. Struther Martin. Struther Martin. Okay. And, and, and he was a great actor. Yes, he was. And he he was in a lot of movies. Kuhan Luke. Yes. Bad guy. Uh -huh. he, he, was, he was a bad guy in uh, 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 the man who shot Liberty Valance. Mm -hmm. uh, Him Van Lee Van Cleve. Yeah. And uh, um, Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great movie. It's not even cold outside. Is your brain kind of? This is not. This is not the Larry I know. Because <laughs> you're the one that usually pulled the trick on me. Oh really? We, I, yeah, I figured I'd turn it around on you. Because okay. every time I'm with you, you have. You're kind of like John Blankenship. You have one of these stupid jokes, that. But you started out like it's 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 something that happened and and everybody gets tuned in on it and then all of a sudden you. 
you uh, throw well, the bomb at them. My jokes are excellent. They're really great. You have one well, with you this morning? Well, uh, I, I would like for people to hear it. Okay. <clears throat> I met you down at the Sylvan Park restaurant for breakfast. Yes, you and did. And I almost didn't make it down there because when I was backing out of my parking space at where I live, mm -hmm. I backed into a Volkswagen. And this little dwarf gets out and looks down at the damage. And he looks at me and says, I'm not happy. And I look at him and I say, then which one are you? Well, I think, oh, it, I think it turned out to be grumpy. Now, see, that's now, young ugly. people don't catch that joke. See, that's ugly. I mean, you call him a dwarf? Yeah. Well, what exactly is a dwarf? Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> was he whistling on his way to work? No, that was happy. Oh, oh. See, your type of jokes are, they, they mystify me. They really do. Because you actually think that they're funny. And, and I've always been amazed at, at how you can be so misguided w when you relate those things. Well, you know how it goes. Uh, uh, sometimes you just uh, have to pacify yourself and, and whatever. It takes time and talent to do all that, Truman. Now tell me, uh, <clears throat> you've been t on trips with Fred Goodman. Yes. Uh, in his business, he has businesses where he he, he uh, um, promotes all types of movie stars and singers and things like that. And you went to Las Vegas with him one time. Went well, no, more than once. Went out there about ten years. Yeah. And uh, we'd drive out there because we'd have to carry our merchandise out there, mm -hmm. and uh, we'd set up our booth and everything. And we were out there for about I don't know. 10 or 14 days was mm -hmm. the show. And uh, what brought the people in out there was the National Championship Rodeo. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd go set up, and Fred would sell CDs, uh, photographs of cowboy movie stars mm -hmm. and other type movie stars. And uh, Which bank sell, was he selling CDs for? Which what? What banks was he selling CDs for? Music CDs. You know, like the Sons of the Pioneers, Eddie yeah. Arnold. And we was out there one time, and business was kind of slow. Mm -hmm. And I told Fred, I said, Fred, let's put on that CD of Eddie Arnold, Cattle Singing oh, Cattle yeah. Call. Oh, yeah. And we sold out. We sold out every one of those CDs. People heard it over the loudspeakers throughout the show. One of the best singers and, I've ever heard. Yeah, and they come by and want to buy the CD. Yeah. So we'd put the CDs on there and play the music and people would come by and really enjoy that. He also would sell movie posters and we met a lot of famous people. Uh, Cheryl Rogers, who was Roy Rogers, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans' daughter, mm -hmm. she would share the booth with us and she would be selling her book, talking to people, signing the autographs. Mm -hmm. And her husband, Larry, he was always out there with her. Now, he played for uh, uh, Southern Cal, didn't he? Played football for he, Southern Cal. I think he did, yeah. yes. Uh -huh. yeah. And, uh, of course, Rex Allen Jr. was in our booths. Oh, I love to hear him talk. From, ten, from time to time, he would be there as our guest. Yeah. And uh, Fred knew all these people, and he grew up. And, of course, he knew Roy Rogers and Dale Evans personally. He mm -hmm. knew Gene Autry some. Uh, but he was closer to Roy and Dale and uh, Bob Nolan. And Bob Nolan and Roy Rogers are the ones who started the Sons of the Pioneers. Then when Roy became known as a movie star, he got Pat Brady to replace himself as a comic uh, part of the Sons of the Pioneers. 
Well, now, there was a time when you were there that you became really ill. Well, I wasn't really ill. I bumped my head getting in my car here in Murfreesboro. Yeah. And um, a week later, I started, I kept having real mild headaches that would mm -hmm. come and go. And I didn't think anything about it that much. I just made the comment to several people, I don't never get headaches, but I've been getting headaches all week, but they'll be real mild. Mm -hmm. Well, a week later, we'd go out to drive out to Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and we unloaded uh, the van to set up in his booth. The next day, we'd be setting all that equipment up. Well, the next morning, we went to McDonald's to eat breakfast. And when McDonald's. I got McDonald's to eat breakfast. And when it, I, Fred must have been by. Oh, it. yes, he was. Yeah, okay. And uh, so uh, after we got through eating breakfast, I stood up, and I couldn't even feel my left arm. Hmm. So I told Fred, I said, Fred, something's wrong. You better get me to the hospital quick. Mm -hmm. So we found out where the hospital was. He drove me over there, and I told him what was going on. They rushed me in and did a CAT scan. They said, well, you bumped your head. Your brain is bleeding. You got a blood clot, and we're operating. Oh wow! So I was in the hospital out there 11 days, and never did get to work in the show that day. That means that week mm -hmm. or two uh, with Fred, and I got out of the hospital the last day of the show. And they told me they said, "Now you can go to the show, but you sit down in a chair and do not be lifting anything." And so uh, Ronnie Barrett called me up while I was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And Ronnie said, uh, Larry, he said, I'll be glad to fly you back. I'll get you your ticket and we'll fly you back to Murfreesboro. And I said, no. I said, uh, this is a long trip out here. I appreciate that, Ronnie, but it, this is a long trip out here, and I'd better just ride back with Fred to keep him company. Yeah. And, and I was doing okay by the time I got out of the hospital. Uh, the hospital out there took great care of me. I think they love my southern accent, and I think that's why they took good care of me. All the nurses would come around and talk to me. You know, that's one good thing about being here for a long period of time. You mentioned Ronnie Barrett. Ronnie Barrett, he wasn't always a, a, a person who was uh, creating different types of armory, um, uh, weapons and things like that. He, he was actually a photographer just like you. He was, and he was an excellent photographer. Oh, yes. And he started out, <clears throat> when he was in high school, he started out working at Delvich's studio. He got a job there where I worked. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I got to know Ronnie. Uh, he was wanting to learn how to do photography, and we had a little 35-millimeter camera around the studio. And I'd tell Ronnie, I said, Ronnie, go get the camera, buy some film, take some pictures and get it processed and I'll bring it back and I'll critique the pictures for you. That's really how he learned uh, photography. Well, as time went on, um, I think uh, Ed Delbert was kind of getting kind of really worried about Ronnie because he saw in Ronnie that one day that Ronnie was going to be a, a good leader. So he didn't want Ronnie to work there any longer. So they let him go. He was going to be a good leader. Yeah. Now, basically, what, you're, what, what, what you were telling me, he was going to be a competitor. Well, true. Yeah. I guess that's the word I should have used. And uh, where, anyway, what was the area where the, most of the competition was in photography back then? Uh, high school senior. Isn't that in that was a big-time business. Yeah, and, and, and weddings. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Ronnie went on and opened up his own business, mm -hmm. and uh, we continued being close friends, 
and we, I got him to join. It's over around where the uh, WGNS is right now. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and I got Ronnie to join the Tennessee Photographers Association. I was a member for about 10 years prior to that. And uh, he, he joined. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, I photographed his uh, first wedding. I also photographed his second wedding. Mm -hmm. And uh, But anyway, uh, our other photographer friends across the state of Tennessee could not understand how Ronnie and I could be friends being competitors, but we were. And my father always told me at one time, he said, Larry, whatever the business you decide to go into, mm -hmm. get along with your competition because uh, you don't want to be working against them, get along with them. Now, you know, that, that speaks well of our community mm -hmm. because it's, it's pretty much that way across the board. And uh, if you're in the same business as someone else, it's almost like your family because you kind of work off of each other. That's true. And also, too, <clears throat> by getting along with your competition, uh, if you were to get sick or something, they could step in and help you out, just like in our Photographers Association, Tennessee Professional Photographers Association. Mm -hmm. And it's still going on to this very day. I'm not as active in it as I used to be. But uh, we had a photographer up in Clarksville, David Barbie, mm -hmm. who scheduled a Easter Bunny promotion around Easter time and he was booked up solid for about 200 sittings mm -hmm. and he had a heart attack. Mm. So he couldn't do that. So he called on a lot of the photographers in the uh, association to come up and help him and they did. They went up there and they got him through the whole promotion and uh, shot everything for him. Now you have never really gotten out of the photography business. Not really. I kind of pick and choose what I want to do. What I primarily do anymore is uh, I photograph a lot of high school reunions. Yeah, and you have and, done a great job for us. I've got some of the best pictures that have ever been taken of our class reunions. And uh, when you get a uh, close to 200 people together, and 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 it's it's just like. Uh, you're doing a, a single picture on each one. I mean, it, the, the photography, the, the look is, is still as good as I've ever seen. Well, thank you. And, uh, of course, it takes more time to arrange the group yeah. than it does to take the photograph. But I also have a printer that we can, uh, after we do take the group shot of all the classmates, we can print the pictures on the spot mm -hmm. and we don't have to mail the pictures out anymore and you get them two or three weeks later. You, you get them before you leave that party that night. And the class doesn't have to search for anybody because they all want you because you're the one that did our last picture and it was really just absolutely so good. And um, is the virus uh, scare, is that hurting any of your business as far as the photography part because I know our classes we've been wanting to meet we're trying to do it every year uh, because uh, um, well, it doesn't seem like we're here very long anymore but but the thing about it is uh, we were going to have one over at Bud Mitchell's and at, at, at his place over there and uh, we haven't been able to do it because the virus keeps popping up. I had two high school reunions booked and a third one, uh, thinking about it, uh, last summer and they had, they all had to cancel out because of the virus. Yeah. And, uh, so I've got a high school reunion booked for this coming June, mm -hmm. providing if the virus is okay and 
no longer around mm -hmm. the next summer. Now, is Shelby still coming over to the theater? Oh, yes. Uh, Dave Gober, of course, he's the owner of the yeah. Premier Six. <clears throat> Shelby is the general manager. She is mm -hmm. the one running the theater, and she's doing an excellent job. She mm -hmm. comes over there. Uh, really, she's there just about every single day, yeah. except for two days. She takes yeah, she's off. amazing. She is. It does an excellent job. And Shelby's the one, when you go into the theater, she does all of the pre-stuff before the, the movie actually starts, uh, telling you you're going to have to... Uh, cut your phone off and all those other things. She is just as smart and as sweet as she can be, but she's terrible at picking movies. You tell her when you <laughs> get back to the theater, I'm ready to see some more old, old films. And, uh, of course, you know, I love the all the John Wayne-type movies, uh, the, the, the westerns, but I, I like the films that were made in the 30s and the 40s in the 50s. Uh, I love those particular areas. Uh, you got uh, um, the, the ones that have been showing lately are for young people, you know, 50s and on down. It, it's, it's not for us old geezers that when we go in there. I've got certain films that I'll watch. I think we're more we're more picky, I, I guess you might say. Well, you got to realize Shelby is a young person herself. She's a baby. And, I mean, uh, yeah. But she's, like I say, she is doing an excellent job. She and Dave Gober, uh, they are trying to carry on the tradition of Bill Brooks, who was the previous owner of the theater. And Bill was wanting to serve the public so well, he kept his prices down as yeah. much as he possibly could. And uh, and we're still doing that to this very day. Uh, I still remember the last time I talked to him. It was the day before he passed. Yeah. And uh, he was telling me, uh, you know, we were talking about our friendship over the years and things like that. And uh, uh, I, I get a little, I get, I get a little down when you start talking about. But but I should be up because I you couldn't have a better friend than than Bill Brooks. Bill was a great guy. He was a kind of a a genius of a kind he of a was. trade of all trades. He could do anything. Mm -hmm. And one time someone spilt some soda on the ad machine in the office and the keys all stuck together. Well, if that had been me, I'd have to go out and buy a brand new uh, me too. ad machine. But Bill took that ad machine apart. He didn't know how to do it, but he mm -hmm. took it apart because he accepted it as a challenge. Yeah. And that's the way Bill was. He enjoyed doing things. And, and if he didn't know how to do it, he'd, he'd figure it out. He was a very smart man, and he was one of the best businessmen and, uh, that I've ever worked for and has ever been around that uh, wanted to be fair with everybody and knew how to run a business. Don't you really? I, I admire people who have that uh, ability to uh, not only uh, fix things like he, he has over the years, but to also to create things. Mm -hmm. And and if, if I, I, the only person I can think of that, that was like him was Bud Mitchell. Bud Mitchell, to me, is a genius. And, and uh, when he was five and six years old, he was taking uh, things apart and putting them back together. And he got a, a motor scooter. He had the first motor scooter in, in our neighborhood. Of course, most of us couldn't afford anything back then. And uh, he, when he got his new motor scooter, he, he uh, rode on it and then put it in his little shop and took it apart and then fixed it back again. Now, I mean, 
how in the world could you have the patience to do it to start with? It's just unbelievable. Yeah, but I, I but he, he, he's going and blowing all the time. He was down in Talladega uh, watching the race Sunday, and uh, I was watching it. And uh, NASCAR has changed a whole lot since this, it first began. Mm -hmm. I still go back to the Junior Johnsons and the Richard Bettys and all of that, and they were kind of like my heroes back in those days. But... Uh, it, it, it's not the same business anymore that it used to. But he was staying in, in, his, uh, in this little um, uh, campsite that he and Kay will go and stay in. And uh, the president of the uh, Speedway came over to where he was and got his tickets for him. He says, now, any place that you want to see it, you just let me know what is your favorite area. And he gave him the tickets now. Now, that's pretty neat. Well, you know, Bud is. I mean, no matter where he goes, he never meets a stranger. And he's so well-liked, and uh, people just get to know Bud. He's just a down-to-earth type person. And he's done a tremendous, uh, has a tremendous business here oh, in Rutherford County. Oh, gosh, Bud's tire is unbelievable. It, it, it is, and he serves his clientele, and he knows how to treat them. But I love the story where he was... Now, he, he wants to help people wherever he is. He doesn't want you to do anything for him. Mm -hmm. And he was over there helping clean up the place, the campsite and everything. And a couple of guys were sitting there watching and said, now, boy, if, you know, if you'd gone to school and gone to college, you wouldn't have to be doing this. <laughs> Bud just laughed and kept on going. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's funny how we look at people and we judge them without having any knowledge whatsoever of their background or anything else. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what's going on at the theater this week? Well, let's see here. What's going on this week? Is, uh, Today is the, what, the Sixth or seventh? Today's the seventh, isn't it? Seventh. Wednesday yeah. the seventh, and the vice president's uh, debate oh. is on tonight. Yeah. Uh, we have Hocus Pocus. Now, this week. Now that's a cute movie. Yes. I've seen it. Now, this week, we're open regular hours this week because of fall break. First okay. show, we open the doors at 1.30. The shows start at 2 o'clock. And we have Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. uh, the. Uh, Conjuring. Bette Midler's in that one, is Yes, uh huh. <clears throat> and The Conjuring, we have that. Rocky Four. Which one's that? Rocky Four. <coughs> uh, I have, know it's between three and five, but, have, but what, what, what that's who, he's the fighting, bad guy in this? The Russian. Okay. And uh, we have Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. No. And Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. And Harry Potter. And the Half Moon Prince, that's Friday and Saturday nights at 9.15 p.m. only. We also have Harry Potter 7 uh, starting Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. And that's open to the public. They can come in Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, see Harry Potter, and that'd be from 10 to 12. And uh, some coming attractions that we've got coming <clears throat> is The Conjuring 2, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Carrie, the 1976. Oh, you're getting into Halloween stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. And the Little Shop of Horrors, Clue, Halloween, 1978 with Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think she was 17 when she did that movie. Well, you know, her mother was in Psycho. Yeah. And was in the shower scene where she was screaming, and Jamie Lee Curtis was known for her ability to do a lot of screaming as well. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lamb, Hotel Transylvania, and um, Beetlejuice. 
and uh, that's what we got coming. Uh, Those are pretty good the movies. They are, and uh, we also sell a ton of popcorn, a lot of popcorn. We even have the uh, heap bags of popcorn, which sells for ten dollars. Uh, the medium yellow bag popcorn sells for 15 and the large yellow bag sells for $25. <clears throat> that will feed a lot of 15 to 20 people the large bag. And a lot of people who's having uh, football parties and mm -hmm. uh, wedding receptions and high school the functions, they will come in and buy a lot of the large bag popcorn from us and, and have their parties. Now, the scary movies... You, for whatever reason, you want to eat more popcorn when you're watching a scary movie. I don't know what it is. I guess you have to stay busy with something while you're scared to death. Uh, yes, uh, I guess so. You work up an appetite, moving that jaw a lot faster and quicker and drinking a lot of uh, Pepsi and Dr. Pepper because that popcorn is so good. We pop out popcorn fresh daily. Every day we pop popcorn. And you smell it popping when you go in, usually. Oh, yes. It smells really good. Now, movies starting next week, which will be... Our movies go from Friday to Thursday. Mm -hmm. And starting Friday of this week, October the 9th, is Conjuring, The, the Conjuring 2, uh, Hocus Pocus, uh, Ghostbusters, War with Grandpa. That's a new one. That's a new one. Mm -hmm. And uh, Coco. We'll be showing that one and Clue and Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Dude, that's a scary movie. Now, The War with Grandpa, that's Robert De Niro's new movie. <clears throat> it's a comedy. And uh, now next week, uh, we'll only be showing movies in the evening hours. Because during the week, it's so slow with this Conjuring 19 going on that it just doesn't pay us to open up. So the doors will open at 5.30. First show will start at 6 o'clock next week. How many times has Robert De Niro been murdered over the years? I don't know. He's been in a lot of gangster movies. Yeah. So therefore, so. Now, you tell Shelby that Ghostbusters is not the same thing as Ghost Breakers. Ghost Breakers is maybe the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. Now, I have never seen it in a, a movie theater. Uh, yeah, I did. I think when I was a young kid, I saw it. But it, it, it's a it's a funny movie, and it's supposed to be kind of a scary movie too. But uh, uh, Bob, it's Bob Hope is the star, mm -hmm. and uh, Paulette Goddard is the lady in it. But there is a gentleman in there that uh, is uh, Bob Hope's assistant. And if he's not the funniest character I've ever seen, I, I, it, it's just, um, you, you've got to get that movie. I mean, there is some way, it was made in the, oh gosh, maybe uh, it, it would be the early 40s, I think, because okay. Bob Hope was young mm -hmm. uh, back in those days. And, uh, of course, mo most people don't even remember who Paulette Goddard was, but she was absolutely gorgeous. And, and, and Willie Best is the funniest comedian I have ever seen in my life. He could play the characters that, that 
people would be laughing so hard you couldn't hear anything going on in the theater back in those old days. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Larry Ralston. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. This August, you could win $20,000. $20,000. Or even $200,000. $200,000. Introducing two new instant games with two ways to play. Two ways to play. And two ways to win. Two ways to win. Double match and double match bonus. Double match and double match bonus. Double the fun. Double the chances. Double the cash. Double match and double match bonus. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Get ready to get your game on with the Tennessee Lottery and fill up your day with fun. Like when you need to upgrade the fun on that road trip. When you could use a little did I just win $50 fun. Woo, yeah! Or when you like to add a side of fun to that next snack. Mm, wow, it's good. Would you like some fun with that? Oh, well, yeah. Then play the Tennessee Lottery. And for just a dollar or two, you can get your game on. Please remember, play responsibly. Hey guys, prioritizing your health is now more important than ever. Not only to build your immune system, but to address chronic health issues that you may have. I recommend Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness and follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. Low T Center has reinvented the doctor's visit, making it easy to get all of your levels checked, not just your testosterone. It all starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, those could be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Book your annual wellness exam today at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Police in Franklin are on the lookout for four suspects wanted in connection to the possible hate crime assault of a musician on Sunday. The incident happened at Tony's Eat and Drink in Cool Springs when Lorenzo Molina of the band The Mavericks was attacked by four men for speaking Spanish with his friend Orlando Morales. Both victims suffered serious injuries but are expected to be okay. 
Police Eat and Drink has released surveillance photos of the two suspects, and anybody with any information about the assault is asked to call police immediately. Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation says Halloween is near, but there's some things you should know if you're celebrating Halloween with your pets. None of the animals should have any candy. Chocolate is quite toxic for cats and dogs. And then there's xylitol that's in candy products that can cause seizures and loss of coordination if ingested by our animals. Oliver also says to be mindful of costumes for dogs and make sure they fit properly and that they have time to get used to the costumes before meeting any new faces. Murfreesboro police looking into a double shooting Tuesday night that left a man and woman injured. Reports say officers responded to a call around 7 o'clock on South University Street and found two victims with gunshot wounds. Officials say a man and woman were taken to the hospital but didn't release their conditions. Murfreesboro police say they're working to develop a motive and identify a suspect, and anyone with any information about the shooting should call the authorities as soon as they can. Socialize with us on social media. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button or follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock when it breaks and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. MTSU Arts, together with Ascend Federal Credit Union, presents Biennial 2020, a faculty exposition of art and design, happening now through October 17th at the Todd Art Gallery on MTSU's campus. Our galleries follow MTSU's COVID-19 procedures. All exhibits are free and open to the public. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts for more information on the fall exhibit schedule. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Mainly sunny today, high of 82. Tonight, mainly clear, low near 54. Sunny on Thursday, high near 84. Friday, chance of rain. I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 54. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back to Adams Place. You know, this place is comfortable. Have you noticed it, it, that? Oh, it is very comfortable. These chairs are great. I, I I can sit at home and my back will just absolutely kill me 
And I sit in these chairs, and it's just like it's, I'm sitting on a cloud. I never feel anything. Mm -hmm. And we got a guest here in the room with us, Miss Ackerson. Yeah. And uh, she's enjoying the show and listening to us. And I'm, I'm enjoying her, <laughs> enjoying the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm used to having a bunch of people around, and and and, and this is just so. I, I I don't know. With with you, it, it it's fun because. Uh, I, I don't have to think about anything. It's just normal conversation when you're in a coffee shop or, or whatever, and uh, you don't worry about, you know, saying the wrong thing or, or whatever. In fact, I've never worried about Have you ever worried about saying the wrong thing? No, well, not really, but I've been accused of saying the wrong thing before, though. Yeah, I, I, I've heard you a, a few times. Yeah. You, yeah. Cr you criticize my jokes. I don't really criticize them. I, I, uh, actually, I, I have no criticism of your jokes. I know they're not funny, and, and I know they're they're poorly constructed, and the and the delivery isn't all that great. But I would never criticize them. In a joke, they always say timing is everything. It is. That's what <laughs> that, that was the thing about Bob Hope being so funny. Yeah. I mean, he he was perfect, uh, and. Uh, um, and you Jack, know, Jack Benny and Red Skelton, they all were. What was the funniest thing about Jack Benny? Him being so tight with his money. Well, that was one of the things. You remember on his uh, television show many years ago, you had to go through about six levels to get to where his safe was down right. in, in the bottom floor. And then they had <laughs> one, if you got up too quick, they had a tiger sitting there waiting to eat you. I mean, the, the guy was just absolutely hilarious. But that he could walk on stage, and I would start laughing. There's just some, something about some people that just have that that uh, gift, you might mm -hmm. say. You, you know, he played the the Fuhrer years ago um, in a, in an old movie. To and be or not to, to be. be or, you remember that? Of course, one. I've seen it four or five times. It's a good movie. Oh, it's beautiful movie who who was the uh, who was his wife in that one? Oh gosh i can't i don't remember i thought i was sitting with an expert on movies this morning i am so well I, I'm, I'm blown away you know what an expert is it's a drip under water i mean a drip a water drip under pressure <laughs> i get it right well they say delivery is the big thing <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it now, ask Shelby when you get back. I, I want to know um, if I can, if she will listen to me at all on my group as far as, as the movies that I would love to uh, uh, watch. Now, there's some I'll go watch three or four times if I really like the movie. Yeah, you like Clamity Jane a whole lot. Oh, gosh. I still play it at home. I'll play that. I, I guess I've played it 30 times since I've gotten that movie. And, um, you know, I've got a 65-inch TV now. Wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, it's brand new. I got it a couple yep. of weeks ago. And if I didn't love Premiere 6 so much and all you guys, um, it's almost like being in the theater. I mean, it, it's just... Uh, I can sit there all day and watch a movie and, and never be uh, feel like I needed to get away or go do something. But uh, Premiere 6 is, is, is special. And you, you've got uh, 
What in the world are you doing? Who is that? I don't know. It's not just motion to let her know she can come ah. in. Oh, Patsy. I would get up and hug you right now. Uh, <laughs> they'd throw both of us out of here. Patsy Morton Rogers was one of the best basketball players I ever saw at Central. And your brother, Bobby, was one of the best football players that was ever at Central. Probably the fastest player that it was ever mm -hmm. there. And he played for UT back in the uh, 60s. Yeah, and he was the, he's in the record book because he was the first runner for the University of Tennessee that, that did the two points uh, after they scored. And, and uh, now there was three of y'all, but you and Bobby were the only athletes, right? Yeah. And there's Mary. Yeah. Well, now she wasn't an athlete. No, 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 but no. She's, she's the baby. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the uh, she says she's the intellectual, doesn't she? <laughs> I'm glad you came in, hon. I've been wondering when I was going to see you. Bless their hearts, they're having to wear a mask all the time. Where we we can't do that over the air. So no. we're, that's that's. I wonder if uh, I could walk around with a radio microphone in front of my face everywhere I go. Could I? Would I be considered legal at the time? No, because they know you wouldn't have a cord that would stretch that far, and therefore you, they'd know you weren't on the air. Hmm. Well, a lot of our signals and everything, they they come in through the air. Have you noticed that? Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi? Mm. No, not like a wildfire. It's, it's Wi-Fi. That's what I said, Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know... You got to be loose in this life. I mean, you, you do. really do. You, if you tighten up, the people are going to run right over the top of you. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's that's special. People are are too worried about what people say, and and the aggravation of of dealing with those kind of people is just too much for me. Well, when you, I like to cut up with people and tease them and everything. And, and of course, when you do that, you have to be able to accept it when they throw it right back in your face. You can't get upset or mad about anything Why? and because it's just not the proper way to do things and uh like i say so you're I, already setting standards for me well i hope so somebody needs to set them <laughs> fred fred goodman and sam goodman has failed at the job well i tell you what my history teacher used to <laughs> she set up standards for me i guarantee you was that miss young yes miss sarah young yes. bless her heart yes she was good that's when they taught real history back mm -hmm. then I don't know why they changed. Uh, uh, they it's, it's like they've rewritten a book, and, and uh, it, it, they want that to be considered the particular whatever they're trying to promote or whatever. That's the only thing that's worth anything. The previous part is they want it to be gone with the wind. Mm -hmm. So. I'm going to see if you can start a sentence. <laughs> of course I can start a sentence. You know, when Fred and I used to go out in Las Vegas, we went to Tombstone one year. And that's a really historical spot. We only got to spend a few hours there. And I could spend a couple of days at Tombstone. Wider, Doc what, Holiday. All right, what, was the, what was the name that's on that 
tombstone that when you go in that uh, met his demise? And how did he meet his demise? I don't. I didn't see that tombstone, so I wouldn't know, Truman. You but, didn't see forty more. Uh, uh-uh. killed by forty-four. No, I didn't see that. You got to be kidding! No, me. I didn't see that. Movie. It's there. I mean, I mean, it's not a movie. It, it's there. I didn't that see the it. tombstone. Is no, we got in there kind of late, and we just went right. Did on you through. see the movie Tombstone? Yeah, I did. And you you did not see that that. Uh, uh, monument there that had 40 more. No, but I saw the movie Tombstone. I also saw the movie Wide Earp with Kevin Costner. And I didn't like that one. Then when Fred and I were out in Las Vegas, a lot of cowboy historians would come around our booth and talk to us. So I asked one day, I said, of the two movies, Tombstone and Wired Up, which one? Wyatt who? Wyatt Earp. Okay. Which one was the most accurate? They said Tombstone was yeah, the most accurate. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I've read the history of that particular event, although you can't get a real solid history of it because everybody's got their opinion of what actually really happened at the time. But it, it was uh, it, it was pretty neat. Now, who who was the best actor in Tombstone out of the four of them? Oh. Uh, Doc Holliday. I thought so, too. And I think he got cheated out of the Academy Award that year, too. Oh, I agree. Val Kenimer. Yeah. And uh, he should have got the Academy Award, and I think he got cheated out of it. I'm your Huckleberry. That's right. You know what that means? What does it mean? I asked, again, when I was out in Vegas, I asked some of these uh, cowboy historians. I said, what in the world does I'll be your Huckleberry mean? He said, it means I'll be your undertaker. Hmm. Back in those days, that's what they used to say. Yeah, now he was really a doctor. He was a dentist. Dentist. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was from Macon, Georgia. Yeah. And, and if, if you read up on the, the real history, although, you know, what is real history? I don't think there's a, a well, I don't think anybody ever gives the true history of what happens. You know what they said in The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance? Mm-hmm. If the legend is stronger or better than the history, you print the legend. Yeah, well, you always <laughs> print the legend out west. I mean, yeah. that, that is the history. But in, in some respects, history is pretty much the way we were talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. It, people see things in their own eyes. If, if you look at the news today, uh, do you think anybody would ever give an accurate account of history like if you're looking at any of the major networks that uh, tell what's going on in today's world, would you want that to be a part of the history that your grandkids would be able to read in in, in the future? No, because the news today, every just about every news commentator tries to put their own spin onto it, yeah. their own idea or their own thought behind it. It's just like when the president gives a speech or a debate, mm-hmm. then you got the news commentators explaining everything to us like nothing, we don't. Nothing like, close to what we hear. Like we don't have enough sense to know what's going on. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's just aggravating. I think in today's world, the people who are uh, the regular guys, I think that they are much brighter than the people who are reporting. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think those people feel like that they're elitist. I mean, look at the Hollywood people. How many bright people are actually actors and actresses? You, you know, uh, you have a few every once in a while. I know that uh, 
there was a couple of ladies that had IQs up around 160, which was, uh, but, you, but, but that's rare. I mean, I've, I've heard some of the actors talk about uh, the people that uh, they have been with and movies and things like that. Um, it, it, it's just a, it's just an ego trip for most of them. Well, well, Jimmy Stewart was a great actor, and he was also a general. I think it was in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah. He maintained the rank of general. Gene Autry during World War II, he quit making cowboy movies, and he flew air airplanes during World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the movie stars back then served in their country. John Wayne tried to go into the military, but they wouldn't accept him because they said, you can do us a greater need by making war movies here in and they didn't accept John Wayne going. He was wanting to go into the military, but they wouldn't let him come in. But but if you listen to the media, uh, he plays heroes in his movies. But right. they say in real life he wasn't a hero. But I still believe he was because yeah. he was he was as patriotic as anybody. You, you look at uh, the the they they did a lot of movies just like he would always try to make a movie that would make our people in the military really look like heroes. Right. And I think that was as important as anything that was going on at that time. John it, Wayne was a great American and a great patriot and a great hero to our country. Yeah. And a lot of young people don't have people like that to look up to nowadays. And, and, and when they make a movie, uh, they are the true example of what a hero should be. Mm-hmm. And But you see movies now in the language and all the things that they do. It doesn't uh, reflect on what you want your kids to turn out and grow up to be in, in, in the future. It's just, um, that's why I like the old movies. That's why I like, I like you guys are showing those old movies. Because you, you don't have any movies that are showing. Well, I did see one, but I think you haven't shown any of those in a long time. Well, we get a lot of compliments on our clientele that comes to the movies there. And we get compliments, three or four compliments every single day of how well we keep the movie theater clean, how well the restrooms are kept so clean. And we strive very hard and work real closely with our high school and college kids that work down there to keep everything extremely clean because that's how people are going to judge you is by how clean you keep something. And especially, in my opinion, if the restrooms are not kept that clean, they're going to judge the whole area. And the restrooms, I think, it's the most important to keep clean. And uh, we have a lot of compliments every single day. They're glad we're open. This is like an old uh, family-type theater and atmosphere and everything, and they just love coming there. You know, I, I, uh, Patsy knows, and probably Peggy, too, know, know what I'm talking about. There was a, a movie theater in Murfreesboro at one time where the rats would run underneath no, my seat. No, and that was at least a no, foot and a half no, long. that is not true at all, because when I would go to the Princess Theater to see Roy Rogers. I'm not talking Autry. about the Princess Theater. I know you're not. You're talking about the Roxy. I, wait a minute. I didn't no, say that. You just said it. Okay. But you're I, in trouble now, big No, boy. I'm not in trouble. Oh, yes, you are. After I'd get out of the Princess Theater, I'd pay 15 cents to get in. I'd go across the square to the Roxy to mm-hmm. see the B-Western movies like Buster Crab and the Three Musketeers, things like that. I never saw a mouse or a rat one in that theater, so I never got a free shoe shine. Not only 
did I see them, my mom, my mom would not let me go in there. Well, anymore. my mother wouldn't either, and I got in trouble one time because John Hood was in there broadcasting from WGNS radio station, and his mother lived down the street from me, so he yeah. knew who I was when I was just yeah. a kid. And I was sitting there on the front row, and the lights came on, and he started broadcasting live at the Roxy. He said, Young Roston, come up here and say something on the radio. And of course, I don't know what he asked me. I don't remember what I said. But I got home that afternoon. <clears throat> My mother said, where have you been? I said, I went to the Princess to watch the Cowboy movie. She said, did you go to that Roxy Theater? And I said, no, ma'am, I did not. She said, you did so because I heard you on the radio. So John Hood got you me. You told trouble. a story to your mama? I did. Oh, my. But it was a little white one. Uh, but see, what I was going to say, see, I was going to mm -hmm. uh, co comment on you guys at Premier Six because when I sit in there and I'm eating popcorn, and every once in a while I'll drop a, a kernel uh, on the floor, and no more than it hits that floor, you've got somebody with a little sweeper, and they sweep it up, and then they're gone back. Uh, you you don't see any uh, mess inside the theater. We, we, we try to keep it very clean and uh, welcoming people mm -hmm. to come in. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of, like I say, high school kids working there for the very first time, and I try to instill in them to welcome these people when they come in and make them feel right at home mm -hmm. because we like for them to be, think of the theater as their home away from home. We want them to come in. We want them to have a, a wonderful experience mm -hmm. and be able to sit there and enjoy that movie and just relax and get their mind off of what might be bothering them that day and just enjoy the movie. Best place in the world to go. It is. And uh, Premier Six is at Jackson Heights. If, if people are not from here, it's on Broad Street, mm -hmm. and uh, it's at the, what, what uh, Toots is across the street from it, right? No, no, oh. not Toots. Toots is in the same it's shopping center. It's in the same center, shopping center. Shopping yeah. center, but down at the far end yeah. of Medical Parkway and Broad Street. And uh, Logan's was at the other end, and now <clears throat> that's the Red Crab. Red Crab. Fish yeah. House now. Oh, there's some great seafood in that place. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not paying us to... Uh, mention their name but it is a great place to eat we're we're gonna have to wrap up the show oh no I see, not, yeah. not really not really well, you I'm, enjoying it. On? I'm enjoying it well i don't know who, what the next show is going to be <laughs> but they will not be happy about that all right guys enjoy the truman larry i am so glad to have you this morning you're always fun and uh hey peggy and patsy thank you for being in here this morning good to see you all right guys See you in the morning at night. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. President Donald Trump has nominated another strong conservative to the Supreme Court. Amy Coney Barrett shares our conservative Tennessee values, and she respects our Constitution and the rule of law. Bill Haggerty supports Amy Coney Barrett's nomination, and he's running for Senate to help President Trump confirm more constitutionalist judges. Here's Bill Haggerty. The liberal mob is attacking the values that make America great. They want to take away our religious liberties, 
take away our Second Amendment rights, and encourage taxpayer-funded abortion up until the moment of birth. The mob knows they can't pass their radical agenda in Congress, so they want to hijack the courts to do their dirty work. Together, we can stop them. As your senator, I'll stand with President Trump to confirm constitutionalist Supreme Court justices like Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, and Neil Gorsuch. I'm Bill Haggerty, candidate for United States Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Team Haggerty. If you're looking around your home and it's looking like it's time to update, we can do anything as far as painting, new flooring, anything that you're looking for. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. They already did a great job on our bathroom, so when we decided to redo the playroom, Farrah Construction was the only one we called. This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. 615-893-6120. That's Farrah Construction Company. Now's the time to start teaching good financial habits to your children, and we're here to help. Hi, I'm Nancy with Heritage South Community Credit Union. Our chipmunk and squirrel saver accounts help your child learn how to save and reward them for regular deposits or good grades. Our team cash accounts help your team learn to manage their money wisely and have options to build their credit. To learn more, visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, insured by the NCUA. Hi, Bargain Hunters, listen up. French's Shoes and Boots is where you need to come for the best brands at the best prices. Boot brands like Justin, Tony Lama, Lucchese, Keen, Thoroughgood, Ariat, and many more. Shoe brands like Merrill, Ariat, Twisted X, and Hey Dude. Clothing by all the name brands, 50 to 70% off. Caps, hats, and accessories all marked down for this once-a-year sale. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. 